Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Some of the great and memorable moments thus far in the commentating career of Justin Marshall, born way, way back in 1973, for goodness sake, I should be giving him more respect, a product of Gore High School till he left at the end of the third form, Uh, and also uh, just a fantastic rugby player for a number of teams around the world, including the Leeds Tykes, Ospreys, Montpellier, Saracens, Southland for 15 games, uh, and then of course... uh, Canterbury and the Crusaders, 105 games for the Crusaders, 81 games for the All Blacks. I'm exhausted, need to take some time out, so Justin Marshall, uh, look, welcome to the show, first time on, uh, what's Queenstown like this morning, mate, or are you not there? <laughs> Good morning, Smitty, and um, man, you've done your research and even got a little highlights reel attached to it, so thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah, I'm still in Queenstown at the moment, but I'm about to drive down uh, down south from Queenstown down to uh, my hometown, Matilda, because this weekend we have uh, our 135th Matara Rugby Club uh, Jubilee. So uh, that will probably be a bit untidy this weekend. Yeah, no fights though, eh? No fights? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Justin, before we get on to um, uh, the subject of the, the Springboks against the Lions, which is uh, it's a series I'm really, really looking forward to, uh, you, you, you made great mention the other night of uh, Aaron Smith and commentary in the Fiji game in Hamilton uh, because that was his 99th. Now, all going well, of course, August um, the 7th, uh, and the moment it might not be uh, looking too good because we're hearing all sorts of things about bubble. Just let's say it's going ahead. 100 test matches for Aaron Smith, uh, surpassing you, of course, you played 81, but uh, really, how good? How good has Aaron Smith been? It's been a checkered sort of uh, career in a lot of ways. Of course, it's going to be over a period of time. Just how good for you? Actually, we'll get to Justin Marshall back very shortly. Hopefully, we'll get him back up online. He might be going through <laughs> over the Remarkables. He might be going through a tunnel down there. I don't know if there are any tunnels all the way down there. We'll get Justin back in a moment. 
Hopefully uh, he's not uh, driving along or, or just sitting there somewhere, talking to himself, thinking he's talking to us. Uh, look, yeah, fantastic, uh, this, this Aaron Smith scenario, because he really, really is a great player. This time, Justin, how good has uh, Aaron Smith been? Oh, look, mate, he's just taken his game um, up a level, and you know, many would have said, is that possible, considering he got himself... Arguably, not in my mind, arguably, to others, to probably the best in the world. Um, obviously, young uh, Dupont, who's playing for France at the moment, is playing good rugby, but I don't think he's got the experience in game management of Aaron Smith. Um, so, yeah, being able to have longevity with his competitiveness, he, he's a key tool in that All Black um, uh, All Black setup at the moment, one that we cannot afford not to have on the field. Absolutely, and uh, that test match, if it goes ahead, not too far away on uh, August the 7th. What did you see in that uh, France-Australia series that would worry the All Blacks? Well, I think, first of all, the emergence of um, of France is great, isn't it, Smitty? The fact that they are now sort of starting to find some depth in their game, thinking that they had a lot of first-line players missing, um, and were really able to not only compete but win test matches, Um was excellent. Uh, in terms of Australia, I think probably Dave Rennie didn't come out of it feeling overly confident leading into that Bledisloe game against the All Blacks. He, the, the team struggled. Um, they really struggled, which has surprised me to open up the French any other way than going physical. They used their line out, their scrum, and when they got close to the line, they just bashed and batted away until they finally got over. But what we're used to with Australian rugby made is them being creative, using um, backline moves, deception to open up defence. They couldn't do that against France. So he won't be able to play that physical game against the All Blacks and the Springboks in Argentina. So I'm wondering whether or not he's going to have to rethink the way that they play. Mm, absolutely. Uh, look, Sunday morning, 4am New Zealand time out of Cape Town. It's the first test between the Lions and the Springboks. Of note, first of all, in the lineup for the British and Irish Lions, uh, Connor Murray uh, has given way at halfback to Ali Price. Yeah, he has. And, you know, it's, it's quite a significant change. Um, when, when you look at the balance and makeup of a side, you've got to pick the best players, which is going to be a conundrum for the All Blacks um, when they have to pick their first side this year. And you have to pick those players in their best position. Um, so... You know, when you look at halfback and you look at Connor Murray, he's not in as good a form as Ali Price. So then you've got to weigh up, do I pick him simply because he has the experience, he's been a, a lion before, he's played in big matches, and obviously Warren Gatlin thought not. Um, and he's also going in with Dan Bigger, who has played a lot of big-time rugby, but Owen Farrell was the man that uh, Warren Gatlin relied on against the All Blacks in the series out here. So that was a big call as well. So... Nine and ten, big selection, um, I, I guess, gamble from Warren Gatlin, and he'll be hoping that, that they can game manage and they won't get overawed by the occasion to direct that team. We'll stay on nine and ten because uh, the very, very well-performed uh, Fafta Clerk is at nine. Uh, and Andre Pollard, uh, Andre Pollard has managed to hold on to the ten jersey ahead of uh, Yanchis and co for the Springboks. Yeah, I think that's a good call, Smithy. Um, 
Andre Pollard, he, he hasn't had um, the fluid season he would have liked. Um, he play, he's playing in the Montpellier in, in the south of France. Suffered a really bad knee injury, um, which put him out for the majority of the season. He got the play at the tail end of it, but a slightly underdone, really. But I think he's that type of competitor. He's got the size um, to combat a lot of that direct running that the Lions will probably throw into that 9-10 channel. Like, fuss the clerk for all of his qualities. At best, he's a, he's a he's a hips to lower limb tackler, which enables offloads in his zone. So if he's going low and Pollard could step in, um, he's a much better defender than, than uh, Yanchis. So I think that's why they've gone for that selection. Not only his experience, he was good at the World Cup. Um, yes, he's underdone, but in terms of what the Lions are going to throw at them, I think they needed him there for his defence more than anything. So 11 minutes past 10 here on SENZ. We're talking to uh, former All Black and, of course, Sky commentator Justin Marshall on the upcoming first test between the Lions and the Springboks. They've already had a hiccup on tour, the British and Irish Lions. They lost to South Africa A, which was a very, very strong unit. What did you see in that game that would worry Warren Gatland? Well, I think his worry has culminated in making some big decisions in terms of his selections. Uh, I think more than anything, he'd be a little bit disappointed that South Africa are able to, uh, able to open them up out wide. Um, Cheslin Colby was a handful in that game. Uh, he's a dangerous player, no doubt about it. Uh, and they scored a few of their tries in those outside channels. Uh, De La Lende was also, um, he was a handful. And I was quite surprised that South Africa didn't get them more physically. But South Africa were a bit undone. South Africa, A, that is. But, yeah, like you said, nearly the Springboks in disguise. Um, and, and they sort of opened them up in other areas. So that will worry Warren Gatlin. He would have thought, right, what we're in for is a bash fest. They're going to come and out physically. They've got big men, it's the best, et cetera, um, that are in the side and will run hard. Um, the toy, you know, and the loose forwards. And, you know, they're a big, strong unit. Uh, Polisi doesn't shirk away from the physical stuff, so he'll be sort of scratching his head going, well, how are they going to play against us in the test now? He's picked a very combative physical side. Um, one that I'm a little bit unsure of is Elliot Daly at centre, whether that's a whether that's a selection that's going to give them an opportunity to attack out wide. Daly obviously hasn't played... I don't think he's played there for about... since 2016 for England or 2017 for England, so... It's a big call to have him at centre. So, yeah, I'll be really interested to see Warren Gatlin's tactics um, against a side that probably have a better balance than what he thought they would in, in terms of South Africa and the way they're going to play. You just touched on the leadership of both these two sides. Alan Wynne-Jones, actually, the inspirational Welsh lock, has come back from very, very quickly, by the way, from a dislocated shoulder. Uh, and uh, Soya Khaleesi has come back from COVID. Uh, so there's the absolute... Uh, story in itself. Two very, very <laughs> powerful leaders, aren't they? I mean, uh, they're brilliantly um, brilliant leaders, but uh, I think that that's going to be a, a real big um, I think a big story. Who's going to come out on top there? Yeah, it is, and that's a very good point. You know, I played with um, Owen Jones at the Ospreys just when he was starting to emerge as a talent, and, and um, he did go on to represent Wales just watching him within the environment, even as a young player, he had a very mature um, head on his shoulders. You know, he, he he's 
a very focused driven guy you know like um not not uh, the odd lout that you can get, you can get in a rugby team particularly in the front five where they get a few beers of them he's very measured and i'm not surprised he's gone on to be as successful as he has um you know one of the most capped players the game's ever seen you know british and irish lines captain so his resilience and his mental fortitude to get back did not surprise me you know miraculous recovery Khaleesi, again, uh, his story's brilliant. I, I think he, it, where he came from to, to where he's got to lead his country is just everything good about the game and good about rugby and shows that from anywhere, anywhere you can achieve great things if you've got the right, again, mental attitude. And he certainly has that. Uh, and let's face it, there's no bonus points. There's no reward for scoring more tries than the opposition when you're playing a Lions set series. You're simply focused on winning that series. And that's where experience, captaincy, making good decisions, a smell for the game. You know, do I take a, a 50-53 point opportunity or do I feel they're on the ropes and kick for touch? You know, that's where captains come into it. And um, those two are going to be pivotal in, in this series and the outcome of it. Get off the ropes yourself then and uh, tip us because South Africa are slight favourites at a buck 83 to go 1-0 one, one up at home. Cape Town, 4am on Sky Sport, by the way, folks. Give us uh, your winner for the first test. Yeah, look, I, you'll be surprised probably to hear this, Smithy, and it'll raise a few eyebrows, but I think if they're ever going to win a test match, the Lions are better prepared. They've had more rugby. South Africa are underdone. It's Cape Town, so it's not up in the hive out. Gatlin will know that. The players will know that. If you can get the test series away to a first-off win where South Africa are a little vulnerable. They'll never be more vulnerable than this. This will be the time for them to pounce. So I'm predicting, to, predicting them to sneak home this weekend. Thank you very much, Justin Marshall. Thanks very much for your time this morning, mate. Uh, obviously, we value your, your opinion. We all do here on SENZ. And uh, most importantly, enjoy that reunion at Matara. That is going to be some weekend. Yeah, I will, mate. As, as you'll smile, as, as I'm speaking, the boys are starting with a, a, a light lunch at 1pm, so I'm on my way there to make that. And that's, the reunion's not till tomorrow <laughs> night, so uh, wish me luck, buddy. <laughs> light, lunch, light lunch and Justin Marshall don't go together, folks, just by the by. Thanks very much, mate, and uh, have a great weekend with, with your mates. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.